0: What are
1: your thoughts that both basketball programs at this school are both five and zero? Um, yeah. we're, no, we're you might be all assuming that we're going to win tomorrow, right? We're four and zero right now, <laughs> but it, yeah. it's um, listen. Uh, I mean, it's pretty breathtaking what's happening at BYU athletics right now. I mean, I, is it true that every sport now is that's actively playing a top twenty-five team? Is that true? And they're and they, you know a couple they're a couple wins away this week from being top twenty five. But you think know, about you just go down the list of cross country, men's and women's, and volleyball, and women's women's volleyball, and women's soccer, and men's football, and men's basketball, and soon to be women's basketball. I don't know. Is there another athletic department in the country that has every single active team in the top twenty five? I'd actually love for someone to check that out. Because there can be many, right? It's pretty It's pretty awesome. So um, it's a great women's team. You know, Judy does an unbelievable job. They have terrific players. And, and um, so it's exciting to watch them as well as all the other sports here at BYU. It's pretty great. Coach, what are your thoughts on the WCC this year?
0: You have San Francisco is undefeated. St. Mary, Santa Clara, you guys in Zaga. It could potentially be a three- or 14-bit league in March. What are your thoughts on the conference?
1: Yeah, again, same thing, right? It's just this conference has started out the season so well with with a lot of big wins against against really, really high-quality opponents. St. Mary's last night um, over Notre Dame. And, and uh, you know, Santa Clara's put together great wins. They just beat TCU, I think, yesterday or the day before. and. And uh, beat Stanford and and the Zags obviously already took out Texas and um, you know and I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot but the, the the this league is tough man it's really good so I think right now we have six teams in the top hundred and four soon to be maybe five teams in the top fifty and and so I think we're uh, you know I think we're you know, Ken Palm's got us just a point and a half behind the Pac-12 right now. is the is the next best conference in the in the country, and uh, it's exciting. Like it's a great conference. We've been really blessed to be a part of it. It's going to be uh, just a dogfight all year long this year. It makes it really fun because there's a lot of quad one games in conference now, which isn't always the case, and so that's going to help all of us in terms of. Uh, you know, chasing uh, NCAA seating and, and bids and the whole deal. And so it's super exciting. It's interesting. BYU Athletics are really good right now. You, athletics in the state of Utah are really good right now. If You you kind of feel the same way about the, the men's basketball teams in the state of Utah. First of all, football, BYU and Utah are both in the top 25. And I think Utah State is getting votes, right? And then basketball, you got – uh, Utah undefeated and Weber State undefeated and uh, Utah State just won a huge tournament and UVU's played really really well and Southern Utah's picked to win the Big Sky and Dixie State already has a huge win under the belt I sure I think I forgot it in the state team too but it's incredible right? a lot of winning going, around, uh, going on in the state of Utah right now it's pretty fun and in our conference also
0: Coach you've always noted that Guys put in two days and things like that, is there now that you guys are ranked, like there's even a greater sense of intensity from the players? What you've seen for practice this week?
1: Um, yeah, you know it's uh, win or lose. You're always dealing with winning or losing, right? And it's always a challenge to kind of like it's always every day. It's it's the, the job of trying to help each other in our locker room, refocus on what matters, on what's really important and this team has been really good with their energy, you know, every day, really. I mean, we have a couple of days that haven't been perfect, but you know, again, today they they had great intensity and urgency and trying to get better. I think we all feel it. we, we need to get way better. You know, this next six game run it's just – it's insanity, right? And so so we, we got to get better to take on these challenges. We know the challenge ahead of us. I think you guys are really excited about it. And, listen, it's nice to do that from where we're doing it. We get to do it from 18, right, which is better than doing it from 19 or 20 or 21 or 150 or 357, right? And so the fact that we get to do take on the six games from 18 is pretty great.
0: Is there any fear of looking ahead past tomorrow from your guys? to those
1: future challenges? Um, I don't think so because this Texas Southern team is really good. You know, it's so interesting. So, you know, ranking teams on wins and losses right now is a little bit insane. So, you know, this team is 0-5. They've led in every single game except the Oregon game. That includes uh, leading the second half at North Carolina State most recently. They led at Air Force. They led um, at Washington almost had the win um, and helped me guys with the other game. It uh, was another high – oh, St. Mary's. Let that St. Mary's. And we just saw how good St. Mary's is. This Texas Southern team is really good. You know, like Cleveland State, they are a championship team. They won their conference, won their conference tournament, and then won a game in the NCAA tournament last year with essentially the whole crew back. They are a championship pedigree team. They're just in a position where they had to go on the road and play five ridiculously difficult games to start the season, and they've been in every single one. So, uh, I don't think my guys are looking passive because this Texas other team is really good. They're really, really dangerous, um, and they're they're you know they've been on the cusp of a win against high major teams five times in a row now. So, this is going to be a big time challenge for us tomorrow night.
0: And you faced they were here last year as well. So, yeah. with everybody coming back, is it pretty much? the same type of team that you'll face
1: yeah you know they have a couple transfers in that are really talented and um so you know i think the team might be better um certainly the guys returning are older they've been through it more it's a senior lane team it's a veteran team uh they've been through the wars they had a lot of success together so um, they know us a little bit they've been in this gym they're not going to be surprised by the gym and, and um, so it's it's on
0: you had mentioned obviously that there's still things to work on and there always will be regardless of what your record is. But with the strong start is, is there something that you can pinpoint as to something that's really working well for this team right now?
1: Yeah. I, I'm so proud of us on the glass. I'm super proud of us on the glass. Like we, you know, we played against great rebounding teams and we've been successful against great rebounding teams. And so that's, that's a big deal for us. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of us defensively in terms of trying to stay locked in You know, we're a little bit more efficient offensively than defensively right now, but for us in our program, the fact that we're a top 25 defensive team right now is a major, major accomplishment, and it's something we're taking a lot of pride in. I think those two things give us confidence uh, in terms of playing. Like, you can always save yourself on the defensive end and and rebounding the ball. So we have to get better, Um, even this game against – um, Central Methodist was super functional for us because we learned a lot. We saw some holes that we have to fix, some things we have to get better at. And, and, uh, but, but those two things are things we're really proud of. I think I'm also proud of the things we're turning down right now. We're not functioning at, at, a, at an elite-level offensive, I mean, we're top 25 efficiency offensively right now, but, but we can get so much better. But I am proud in the sense of the stuff we're turning down right now our guys are really trying to help each other earn shots, and we just are going to get better at that. But the but the beginnings of us having a chance to be really good at that.
0: Well, well, some of that happened too, because obviously with a lot of new faces, it's going to take time, and things have worked well, but will that just come also the longer this group plays together? Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Um, and it's not just getting these guys getting comfortable with, with each other. It's them getting comfortable with me like t john lucas is carrying a huge burden on this offense right now and he's still trying to kind of get used to me and understand kind of what we want and he's doing a great job but he's going to get way more comfortable and um you know seneca is still trying to kind of you know sometimes look at me like you told me exactly the opposite thing yesterday then you're telling me right now what are you talking about right and so and so you know we go through this process It's, it's not a you know, the one thing about basketball is that we don't have stoppage to play on every single possession. So there's so much of this game that goes into feel and philosophy more than like point A to B for every single guy in six seconds. Right. And so so the learning curve in that sense is sometimes way more complicated for the guys on the floor because you have to learn kind of a nuanced feel of the game more than like I can't tell you exactly what to do in exactly the situation until we're actually reviewing on film right and so um so there's a there's a growth process there that's really fun and exciting and and our guys are going through that
0: right now what plans do you have the team if
1: any uh to celebrate thanksgiving to celebrate yeah
0: so um we we, we, we we're going to
1: celebrate you know listen we live a very um rudimentary life if we win tomorrow, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. And if we don't win tomorrow, we're going to be super thankful and we will acknowledge Thanksgiving. And that's just kind of our life as as basketball players, right? It's kind of the same for Christmas, and that's just how it goes.
0: Coach, uh, what uh, what areas have you seen Gideon George improve this year to see practices that can keeping the what, on the court, what's he done to elevate his game from –
1: Yeah, I think he's been special on the glass for us, especially the offensive glass. He's a problem on the offensive glass. He's he's come up a huge place for us. Um, We're actually trying to stretch his game a lot, have him push the ball in transition to make decisions, have him come off more ball screens to make more decisions, have him uh, get to two feet stop down the lane and make more decisions. Um, So he's he's also having to grow right now a lot in the way he approaches this game. Uh, His urgency on defense, I think, is – is moved to another level. I'm super proud of him that way. His leadership in our locker room has gone from him being one of the guys that just kind of was observing last year to him being a leading voice this year. That's a huge step forward. And so he's made great strides. I'm super proud of where he is. Who's giving a
0: go today in practice? Do you feel confident enough that he can play
1: tomorrow? Yeah, we, we kind of had him on a minute restriction. We shut him down maybe two thirds of the way through practice. We're, I'm going to know more based on how he feels in the morning, right? So he practiced for 20 minutes yesterday. Didn't do anything really live, but actually moved around for the first time, and um, he was just a little bit sore, a little bit tender, uh, kind of the same as he's been. So it wasn't, didn't have a, you know, he, he didn't go backwards, and so that's going to tell us a lot tomorrow morning. Coach,
0: you mentioned earlier about the way that the team is reacting, the way that the is defending. Right now,
1: so what do you attribute the way you guys have been doing this? Yeah, um, well, I think it's it's the guys buying in a lot, right? Um, you know, this is uh, defense and rebounding, energy and toughness and commitment, right? That's what it comes down to. We also have capable guys. We have some length also that really helps us, but mostly it's been a, it's been the guys' commitment. You know, <clears throat> Alex Barcelo coming back had a couple areas where he really, really was hungry to get better. And one of them was on his impact on the defensive end of the floor, not just not just uh, f- uh, fulfilling his responsibility in terms of our team framework, but also having plays where he actually makes an impact, a positive impact on the defensive end. And and I think that, you know, having one of your leaders be so committed to that end, I think that filters down through the whole roster. And we have a bunch of guys that are willing to do it. And we have some length. You know, we've talked about this a lot, but Seneca and, and Gideon and Caleb and Spencer, you know, these guys have some length to them that is, um, allows us to do some things different, uh, defensively. And so it's, it's it's, really been that it's been the guys' buy in and commitment. Coach, I saw uh, at the practice, there
0: was a young kid, young family uh, that came to uh, practice. You guys can't kind of let, let him uh, leave the chair. I also saw something on social media about the. Uh, or BOA fan that came to practice. Yeah. Uh, what do those type of moments uh, maybe mean for, for you? And like, well, how do those come about? And what uh, just kind of the, the impact it makes me on the community that have those chances?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because you know, everyone thinks about coming to the games, but the games sometimes you're limited in interaction a little bit, right? The games are awesome. I mean, come on, walking in this arena right now is magic, right? And so that's a special event in itself, but these practices, we probably have more freedom and and, and time to actually talk and, and spend time together. and So we love having uh, all kinds of people come to practice. Um, and I think it does a lot. You know, I think one thing is it helps our guys. Uh, first, it helps them remember that there's a lot of people that care about what they're doing right now. And so any way you can put more fuel in the tank about why you come and work so hard and what you do. And and it means a lot to a lot of people. And that's something that's really great to remember because we can get isolated, just our own little silo and we can, we can miss that. And so it matters to a lot of people. And the second thing is, you know, I think when you get a chance to be around people and understand the struggles and challenges they're facing in their life, all people, because everyone's facing struggles and challenges, but when you get to be with them intimately uh, I think it makes it really easy to be grateful for the good things that we have going on in our life and for the team that we get to function around and for the opportunity we have to be here is gratitude solves just about every issue, you know, um, President Nelson uh, came out and, and gave a really powerful talk, I think, two general comments ago about the power of gratitude and what it means. And and um, that's a core principle in our, in our locker room and, and on our team. And so anything we can do to help us um, just acknowledge all the things we're grateful for is, is really powerful for our team. It makes our team function better.